Hello, hello. Welcome to the Connected and Well podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Adamchak. How have you been doing? It feels like life is going so fast over here in the Adamchak household. We're definitely soaking up the good family time. Work kind of seems like I'm in the messy middle right now. I have so many projects going and I'm just trying to get them all completed, get them all out to you. I went to my first Toastmasters this weekend. That was fun. Can't wait to go back. And I already can see the benefits of being in a group like that, both for the connection and for the growth. So that's exciting. And what is something that you're working towards? What's something that is exciting you right now? This episode, I took a sample from our Becoming Communities February session, dropping that here for you to take a listen so you can get a little bit of a glimpse of what we do. I chopped it down. We meet for 75 minutes twice a month, but I chopped it into about an 18-minute session for you. What you missed is right when this will start, we were just coming out of an energy building session to where we built energy. And then we had a dance party where we listened to fight song and we moved, we got our endorphins flowing. It was great. I encourage you to listen to that song and have your own dance party and raise your vibration. Reminding yourself that your vibration is your contribution to this planet. When you feel better, That causes ripple effects towards everyone around you, everyone in your family, everyone in your world, and it keeps going out. And that's exactly what we're about in the Becoming community. Feeling your best so you can go out and go for your dreams, your goals, your life's mission, feeling your best. You don't want to get there and be facing burnout and chronic stress like I did back in the day. So that's why I created this community for you is so you can get that self-care, get the self-improvement and start bettering your life. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Oh, that was good. That one gets me every time. (laughs) Closing our eyes, just sitting with that for a moment, those words. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm all right song. Woo! My power is turned up. Starting right now, I'll be strong. Yes, yes, you will. I want you to feel that in your body because I want you to turn up the fight. The fight that you have for your life and not like just to be alive, for you to be awake and to start feeling stress-free and for you to be in your power, your authentic power. That's what we're fighting for. We are fighting to come home to us, to strip away all the stuff that weighs us down, to strip away all the things that other people put on us, all the things that we were taught how to be. That's our theme today is fighting. How much of your life are you actually living? I know you're alive. You're here. You're breathing. You're dancing. We're laughing together. But how much are you actually living for you? Or are you stuck people-pleasing? 
Are you stuck being scared, being afraid to go for something different, to go for your dreams? Are you stuck saying yes to all the wrong things that does not add value to your life? Saying yes to all the things that take your energy, like scrolling on Instagram all the freaking time. I am guilty of that sometimes, and I hate when I do it, but it's all about giving ourselves grace. But how much are you actually living your actual life, your true, authentic life? I want to ask you, what's something that is special to you, something that makes you feel alive, something that makes you feel like you, your true, authentic self? Like if nobody was watching, what would you be doing Who are you when no one's watching or just like your closest best friend is watching or maybe your kids? Who are you? I'm pretty silly. I'm a tree hugger. I'm just like always like rushing up to trees and hugging them. And I don't know. I'm just a nut that way. I'm always making weird songs and stuff. That's who I am. So just giving ourselves permission, myself too, I'm going to give myself more permission to be more authentic. You know, we are here, we were put here to be our true authentic selves. And we learn over time to build those walls, to put the masks up. We talked about this last time, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. But we do, we put the walls, we build the masks, and then our true authentic self gets buried. And I don't want that for you. So getting out of your own way. How can you start getting out of your own way? Getting out of your own way. A lot of times we keep ourselves stuck because we have such big insecurities. We are so afraid. And I have just started sharing this with people. I'll show you. Look at my teeth. They're crooked on the bottom. I had braces. When I was a kid and the retainer didn't work for me, I didn't wear it, it hurt. And so now I have crooked teeth. I was just about to get braces again and then COVID literally hit the week that I had an appointment and I just never went back. And for a long time, I was so bummed out about it. Guys, I would like hide my smile and I smile all the time, but I would go like kind of like this. I don't know. I would do some weird thing where... I was hiding my bottom lips and it was keeping me even from making videos like when was like maybe three years ago, I would make really cool videos for Instagram or wherever. Then I would delete them because I would be like, oh, my teeth, they look so bad. I had all these insecurities. And so I mentioned the high five habit, looking at yourself in the mirror and just really looking at your eyes sending yourself some love, high-fiving yourself and telling yourself, you've got this, I'm proud of you, and really start believing it. Those things can help. But I want you to start calling out your insecurities. Why are they there? What is an insecurity you have? I recently was coaching a lady, a very beautiful lady, But she was talking to me about she wants to start a podcast, really wants to start a podcast, but she doesn't like the sound of her voice. And she wants to make videos. She wants to start a YouTube channel, but she's so afraid because she's overweight. And I called her out on that first, and then I let her know she's beautiful. And then we talked about it. It's not about you. 
It's about the people you're here to serve. So each one of us has such a beautiful light and we hold that light back because of these darn insecurities that we have. And I guarantee these insecurities started probably around second grade, third grade, middle school, and they just kept adding up. So if you want, grab a piece of paper and write down all your insecurities. What are they? Your thighs are too big. You have crooked teeth. You have Coke bottle glasses. Whatever it is, write them out and take a look at that. Look at that list. And now, here, I'll give you a minute. You don't even have to write it if you don't have paper and pen. Just writing a few things down. You know what they are. You know what you're always telling yourself. Okay, and now I want you to look at this list. And would you tell your best friend all these ugly things on this piece of paper? Would you be like, your thighs are too big, so I don't think you should do yoga in front of people? No, absolutely not. So embracing your insecurities, when you learn to embrace them, you can live more authentically. You can be more comfortable. Whatever your insecurities are, it might not even be body related. It might be a skill like you have imposter syndrome. You don't think you're qualified to do something. And so you keep going out and getting all of these certifications and all of these trainings, even when you know you are plenty capable of doing the thing that you're here to do that you want to share. And so when those insecurities pop up, it is most likely your ego. Your ego is here to protect you. Your ego wants to keep you comfortable. We are spiritual beings in a body. We're living in this container, in this vessel, and your ego just thinks you need the most care. Think of your ego like a big brother always there, always watching, trying to protect you. When you notice it, you can start saying, why ego? I see you. I don't need you. (laughs) Thanks, but no thanks, right? Thanks, but no thanks, ego. I see that you're trying to keep me safe, keep me comfortable. So maybe you have started a new eating plan, a diet. I won't, you know, we'll say diet with quotations. Maybe you've started a new plan and a few weeks in, your ego notices that, hey, I'm in some uncomfortable territory. I'm used to getting pizza. I'm used to getting chips, ice cream, French fries. When I feel stressed, I'm used to getting cookies. But now you're giving me healthy food, salads, carrots, all the good things. And then your ego's like, not today. And so it's going to keep you like, craving and wanting to just jump back into what it knows as comfort. Jump back into eating all the pizza and all the things to keep you safe. It thinks that's what's going to keep you safe. And so maybe you're out. This happened to me. Yes, I got bullied in probably fifth grade and then again like sixth, seventh, eighth grade. (laughs) I got bullied a lot. I got made fun of a lot. And That still comes out in me sometimes, but I've really been working on my inner child stuff. And so one of the ways that it comes out 
is I feel really insecure sometimes around people. I'm like, they're going to make fun of me. They're looking at me. They're picking apart. They're saying like, oh, look at her hair. Look at her clothes. Nobody's probably doing that. And if they are, who cares? But the other day I was out at the store running an errand before I was going to yoga class. I had the craziest outfit on. Like I just threw something together because I was cold and I wanted to be comfortable. I started feeling anxiety at the store. I was like, oh my gosh, they're all looking at me. And I started feeling panicked. And I don't usually feel like that, but I don't know. I was just out of my comfort zone with this weird hoodie that I was wearing. And then I said, oh, my ego is trying to protect me. My ego thinks I'm back in fifth grade. My ego thinks these kids, these these adults are going to turn on me and start bullying me. And it was that awareness. I said, oh, wow, ego, I'm good. I'm not threatened. These people are not bullying me. And then I was able to just breathe and be comfortable and not worry about them. And they weren't even worried about me. So acknowledging, letting your ego be your friend. When your ego is trying to pull you back to junk, be like, you know, I see you're trying to keep me comfortable, but I'm good. I'm excited to get healthy. I see you're trying to keep me all frazzled and worried and, and flee because you think I'm going to get bullied. I'm actually okay. I see you. I see you're keeping me afraid of launching my new company. I'm feeling so scared. I see you, but you know what? I'm going to be okay. I have to face that fear. Okay? So that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about ego. Recognizing when it's there, letting it become your friend. What are some ways that your ego tries to keep you safe? Just thinking about that, what are some ways that your ego tries to keep you safe? Hmm. Tries to keep you comfortable. And then remembering when you're out and about, you can even name your ego. People name their egos and you can be like, Not today, Jesse. Not today, Sally. Okay, so give that one a try. Two more points I want to talk to you about before we get into some stretching and a little bit of movement before we end our time here together. You might have heard my podcast episodes. I did leave you one about ego and about crossing the river. I want to talk to you about crossing the river this year. Let's think of the river as that thing you're trying to do. That thing, what is it? That thing that you have on your heart to go after. It could be something so small but feels big, or it could be something big. Whatever it is, you're hearing whispers, your heart keeps getting pitter-patters, you keep getting excited, maybe you start going for it. Maybe you do all the research and you're like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm going to go for it. And you get in the river and you get to the middle of the river and the river starts flowing really quickly and it starts feeling cold and it starts getting deeper and it's hard to stand in the middle of the river. That's fear. That's ego, limiting beliefs, imposter syndrome, inner child. All those things coming up in the middle of the river. It also could be called the messy middle. Sometimes we start going, we're taking all the steps, we get in the middle and it gets messy. 
what do you think you want to do in the middle of that river? The other side is unknown. Like you see it, you see the goal. You know it's just right there. The shoreline is right there, but you don't know if it's deeper. You don't know if you're going to get swept away, if it's like a big rock might get your foot caught. <laughs> and so you panic, you turn around or you backtrack and you or you just stay right there and you're like, I'm actually okay. I'm just going to stay here. But you're knowing your longing is like, I don't want to be here. I want to get to the shore. So how can you start taking steps to actually cross the river this year, get all the way through it, past the messy middle, the scary, the cold, the deep, and get through it? That's how you do it. You just keep going. When you feel like you want to stop, okay, sometimes you might need to take the pedal, your foot off the pedal just a little bit, but then go full out, go a little quicker keep going. And soon you'll get to the other side. And I would love to know what are you going for? What's on the other side of the river for you? You know, I held myself back from doing classes like this, from starting workshops and all the things for three years. I was stuck, probably not even in the middle of the river. I was just a little bit in. I got stuck for three years. Now, I do have to give myself credit. I showed up every single day doing something for three years. And that has led me to now. I can literally sit here and just talk to you. I had a piece of paper tonight and I just have the points written right here. You know what I would have had to do a year and a half ago, even maybe even two years ago? I would literally like script everything out and practice it and practice it for hours and hours and hours. And then I would even have, it's funny, I would tape my paper. I would have papers, like four papers all around my computer, even though now I know you can have like shared screen or whatever. And I would just be like, <laughs> so afraid of missing something. And now I'm like, because I sat in the middle of the river for so long practicing, I didn't stop every day I was doing. So I was inch by inch getting to the shore. And that's what I want for you. I don't want you to get stuck in the middle. I don't want you to have to give up and turn around. Just keep showing up. Even if it takes three years, which I hope it doesn't for you, because God, it sounds like such a long time. And I feel like, wow, I could have already have been doing the thing. I could have been meeting all of you. I could have been building more community instead of like just baby stepping it for three whole years, but that's okay. They all say everything comes when it comes. And I'm sure you've had goals or dreams where you've been doing that. All right. So we're going to make 2024 the year we cross the river. And I want you to email me when you cross the river. So like, let me know what's the thing you're going. Email me, send me a message. I love talking to people about their dreams, what they're going for. Shoot me an email and then even better, let me know when you are on the other side of the river. The very last point I want to share with you is this beautiful practice I literally just started two weeks ago. All it is is the word next. <laughs> you could do this when you're having insecurities, when you're getting in your own way, when your ego is coming up, or even when you're having 
real fear, not, not like real fear, like someone's running at you with a knife and you need to run because then you need to run, (laughs) but like fear in your body kind of, I don't want to say made up fear either because it's not made up. You know what I mean though? That fear that just kind of overtakes us sometimes when all of that's happening. Like for me, I'm always like, my family's going to get in a car crash. Someone's going to die. Like I always take it to the worst places, but this new practice has been amazing. And all it is, is I just say next. So when it starts coming up, those feelings, those emotions start hitting. I literally see it and I go next, next. You can try it with anything. You can try it if, yeah, maybe you are trying to get healthy and your body's like, I want pizza. I want pizza. I want pizza. You're like, next, next. I love it. It's been so freeing. And I even was like, next. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. But I'm still thinking of next. Just keep saying next until your mind is like completely cleared of the thought that you were thinking of. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that short clip from our February's Becoming Community session. If you'd like more information, you could check it out on my website, connectedandwell.com. All right, until next time, keep doing things that help you feel connected and well, connected to your life's mission, your purpose, your drive, your vision, and well in mind, body, and spirit.